Welcome to the Modern Visual Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Stevens, and I'm joined by the founder of Modern Visual, Luke Truen. Modern Visual are a one-of-a-kind business growth solutions company fusing systems, processes, and technology to help you navigate the barriers to business growth. The MVP, the Modern Visual Podcast, is here to elevate your mindset around business growth and what is truly possible when we fuse systems, processes, and technology together. And with that being said, welcome to this episode of the MVP, the Modern Visual Podcast. What's up, guys? It is Monday, April 26th. Welcome back to another episode of the MVP, the Modern Visual Podcast. Joe Stevens, Luke Truen, the boss man himself. Joe, I'm extremely excited today. We are talking about a topic that is close to my heart. Yeah, I think if, if you looked up networking in the dictionary... There would probably be a picture of you <laughs> right next to it, cheesing with that grin of yours. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, but today's title is uh, basically called Your Network is Your Net Worth. Um, I don't think there's a truer statement in business, honestly. Oh, that's right. And a lot of people underrate networking. They think it's for specific industries or you know, just B2B, but it's also for B2C as well. I think any business environment, B2B, B2C, we'll cover it. It is one of the most important foundations for successful business. Um and, and we'll get into it. So I think any, any new business owners that may be listening to this before they get uh, established, this is a, a must listen. I think anybody that's already in business, whether you're two years, five years, 10 years, I mean, we're what, year eight of Modern Visual? I think we're year seven in a month or two. Okay. I was close. Close. Um, you're going harder with networking now than, you know, than most people when they start a business. I had withdrawals. Um, because of COVID, <laughs> I couldn't network. And yeah. You know, obviously there's online networking, which we did and that was great in the meantime, but you just can't beat in-person networking, that human interaction. It's relationships. And I think a lot of business is relationships. It is. It 100% is. And we buy from people that we trust. Yep. And, uh, you know, same old people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Or if they know you personally, they know why you do it and they're more likely to trust you. And I mean, you got to look at a lot of, say, the business that comes through MV's doors now, um, Obviously, not everything, but you know, a lot of things are six figures and up as far as uh, you know the, the scope of the project, the size. Like this is big work, um, big projects, big not big risk, but big reward for the company. But they're going to want to put this in the hands of someone that you know, cold calling or or, or reaching off of a LinkedIn article or, or Facebook app, whatever it is. Like they have their purpose and your sales system, but ultimately, if they don't trust you and your team, it's not really going to work. Exactly right. And there's not just the benefit of obviously sales with networking, there's finding great suppliers, there's you know building just those long, long-term relationships that can lead to referrals as well. There's so many positive reasons you would network. And if you're not a great networker or not great at speaking to people, you can learn. Like I remember in school, I was that quiet. I used to have to give the canteen people Money in a little bag with a note with what I wanted. That's how quiet I was, which is wow. probably that's hard completely to believe. unbelievable <laughs> based on people that know believe. me now. Yeah. But that's how I was. So people can change and, you know, you can come out of your shell. And, you know, obviously today I want to share some strategies with people on how they can do that and why they should do that as well. Well, I think, and definitely, like I said, you're, you're extremely good at it. I think there's a couple of examples we could use right off the bat before we even get into it. Uh, number one, networking has a sales connotation to it. I think it's been plagiarized a little bit would probably be a word I use where people think that our networking is some sort of sleazy sales tactic or or something like that, which like you said, it really isn't. It can have as much application for sales 
in a B2B or a B2C environment as it can to perhaps your next employee, to perhaps your next contractor for that special project or whatever it is. Like you could segue into that. Like you and I knew each other, what, 12 years ago, I think we met, give or take. I've only come into like the modern visual ecosystem two years ago. But in that time, we've been, we see each other a few times a year. I'd stop by the office. We'd hang out here and there. We'd go get drunk once in a while, like whatever. <laughs> but that's still your network. Like it's got nothing to do with work. Yep. But eventually, um, you know, as as it would have it, like I ended up coming into the modern visual um, ecosystem and I've been involved ever since, right? So yeah. that's a perfect example of, you know, obviously an amazing asset to the brand, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's yeah. one example of how just a network between friendship and business can sometimes amalgamate itself into something incredible. 100%. And I think... The prob- <laughs> I'm talking myself up here. No, but, yeah. oh, of course. And you're such an <laughs> asset, Joe. Obviously, you know, you're a big part of what we do now and I appreciate that. And, you know, maintaining that relationship is critical. Um, and that's just one of, I guess, many relationships that I have formed. Um, it, it comes down to not being sales focused, but being meaningful relationship focused. So... My mission when I am networking is to create as many meaningful relationships as I can with a vast array of people in different fields and industries. And um, it's a natural thing for me that I've, you know, sort of spawned over time. But, um, you know, obviously Modern Visual has become what it has today because I've done that. And networking is such a vital thing on top of marketing. You know, obviously you market your business and the intention is there to generate sales. Um like networking is such a good layer to back that. And again, it doesn't have to be about just generating leads. It can be about obviously, um, you know, but like so many various things, Mm. like, like you said, finding staff or suppliers or referrals or just having good time and meeting really good people. That's it. And I think (coughs) if you embrace it, like, you and I are very similar in this. I'd say you're probably a level up from me, but oh, thanks, Joe. Um, no, nah, it's it's true. Like you guys play on a. We'll, we'll get into like the different groups you're in and yep. the things you do in in the city and whatnot. Like it's pretty incredible when you peel back the layers of of what that entails for the business. But um, essentially, you're you're meeting like minded people. That there might not be a transactional value on it. There might not be. Yeah, maybe there's a business interest down the road, but um, I think networking as well it, it enhances your ability to see you know, you're getting in a room with people that have done what you're trying to do yep. or you're, you know, aspiring to be them. And and if you're in that network, you can learn from them. You can, you know, you're never going to be able to do what some, sorry, you're never going to be able to achieve what somebody else has if you don't learn the steps how. And, yep. you know, being in a, a network with someone, it can shortcut, like you've done that with me. Like what I've learned from up here at Mon Visual is shortcut my journey in my own business. Like, years like, well it's, it's interesting you say this joe because my intention is the opposite to that so i come into those places with the intention to help other people that are in the journey prior to myself yeah so that's my i guess that's the first, flip side to that same coin yeah right? exactly yeah. right so my first priority is to help others and then the second priority is if others help me then that's a bonus i sound like a really mean person now because <laughs> i'm talking about all what you can get out of it and you're talking about helping everybody else well it's, i mean it's a two-way street that doesn't work unless we're both doing what we've just said that we would do in that in, in well that yeah i think it's two sides to the same coin like if you're in that ecosystem of of networking and different groups and whatnot that you know consequentially being brought up by other people in the group you're going to bring other people with you yeah you know yeah um 
it's kind of like the natural way it it evolves. Yeah, exactly. So, what, I mean, what I'd love to do, I'd love to share my formula for networking that I use. Let's um, hear it. Well, what's the trademark on it? We got to patent this. As you can tell, this is I'm in my happy place. <laughs> I love networking. Um, coming from a you know a little boy that was very shy, I've now blossomed into this man that absolutely loves you know the, the environment of a network. Mm. All right. Well, let's uh, we'll, we'll call it LT's Luke. Uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> LT's uh, rules to networking success. There you go. <laughs> Propriety Limited copyright. I'm just thinking trademark. this is a, this is a good Instagram clip, so that's why I wanted to get the title in there. Yeah, so. nice one. All right, let's roll. What yeah. Got? Um. So I guess um networking can obviously be in person or it can be on Zoom. So there's I guess two ways you would tackle each one because of. You know, what happened with the pandemic and stuff like that. Now, you know, I did have a lot of uh, in-person, like I used to go to Sydney and network with a particular group and that's now all done on Zoom. Okay. Um, so that has its own sort of, you know, ways of approaching that. Um, but when it comes to offline networking, I guess, you know, before I actually get to a networking event, I actually establish who are the key businesses and people in there that I feel interested in meeting. So I'll do my homework prior to actually going to a networking event. Okay. So there's probably a lot of people getting their LinkedIn viewed or, you know, companies' websites looked at. And that's my first thing I'll do. I'll work out who do I want to approach with my time within that networking uh, time frame. I like that. Yeah, because it's not an endless resource. Like you've only got a certain amount Correct. of time at the event and everyone's trying to meet everyone. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So I'll actually look for, I guess, something that's a trigger point that I can talk about with that person prior to getting into that networking environment. So it could be like a recent blog on their website, it could be a service they offer, it could be something they've written on their LinkedIn page, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll find those triggers. Yeah, so it's not just a, hi, I'm <coughs> I'm whoever, it, it has a lead in to break the right. ice of, you see, I think a lot of people get nervous starting to hear this because it's like that anxiety of going to a party or whatever and you've got to make small <laughs> talk, but it really isn't small talk because you're all there for the same reason. That's why I do it because I'm not, I'm not having to do small talk because I have something specific I want to talk to them about. Yeah, so it's like, hey... I read that thing you put on LinkedIn. Duh, duh. Let's talk about it real quick. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. Um, the other important factor as well is if you're joining a networking group or you're getting invited to go along to a networking event, make sure that networking event or company or facility or whatever it may be marries up with your ideal client or you know your own beliefs or objectives. Um, you know, I see a lot of people that end up going into networking events, but the target market isn't really the type of either people or clients that they're trying to work with. So, you know, you can sort of go in and, you know, if you're if you're serving like a mid-market like us, then a lot of really small businesses, you can't really help them. So mm-hmm. I guess, you know, yes, you could probably help them out a little bit, but at the same time, is it really good use of your time to go to those networking events that don't suit you? Or if you're a small business, you know, going to a larger corporate I guess networking environment may not really benefit yourself because the companies might just be too big for you to help. So always pre-qualify or work out whether that event is suitable for your needs as well. Makes sense. Like you said, I think a lot of people get lost with that as well, like where to start. Maybe that's a tip you could offer later on when we get through this, but yep. um, how, how to start, how to reach out different networking groups, et cetera. Yeah, how to research the one that's right for you. Definitely that yeah. could be a, another topic for sure. Mm. Um. Yeah, so I think once once you've sort of put a game plan in place prior to going to the networking event, then you can basically have a list of people in your mind or you can write it down in your notes in your phone of people that you want to talk to. Um, and obviously, if you've looked at these people on LinkedIn, then you know what they yeah. roughly look like. You know, obviously, a lot a lot of people have the glamour shot on LinkedIn. But <laughs> yeah, you've got to take about 25% off of good yeah. looks and be like, oh, that's that dude. They can be a few wines down at the networking event, so you just don't <laughs> know. Um but what I like to do is obviously work out the, the order of importance to me of those people that I really want to get to know. And again, it's not to sell to them. It's just you really want to get to know that person so that you can, I guess, have that meaningful conversation and 
yeah, that little bit of a sugar rush about, hey, I got to talk to this person about this topic and, yeah. you know, it was a really good, meaningful connection. I think that's what I'm really aiming for. Um, and then off the back of that, if there's opportunities, great. It's yeah. that simple. Um, I think, like you said, if you're passionate about the same things, that connection can spark. Um, but it, it's almost like an organic way. I think of some of the best networking connections I've had over the years that, you know, have led to business, not to speak about it being the only objective, but for a long time, that relationship just simmered where we, you know, you chat on the phone, throw some texts. Hey, what do you think about this project? Oh, we're doing this. You know, can you offer me some insight? Can you QC it? Like what we're just, you know, you just kind of lean on each other for different things. Yeah, exactly right. And, and eventually it can lead to opportunity, but even, even if it doesn't, like you said, the actual opportunity to, to learn from people or just to have a meaningful connection because as you get older it's I mean we both got families like you can get a little insulated away from uh, it's not as easy to just go out and make friends <laughs> yeah. it sounds like a really wacky thing to say but relationships change in your 30s a lot they do and I think you know obviously a lot of people have very close friends obviously you've come from another country Joe so that's a little bit harder but um, you know you might have like one key friend that you've had from 20 years ago that's always there for you and you know you always help each other I've got several of those mm. um, fortunately um, but yeah, I guess it comes down to more of more more of like a business friendship. You yeah. could say you have that common interest, like you mentioned earlier, um, that all your conversations revolve around those common interests. Uh, but it's been formed through business. It's not your lifelong. Yeah, friend. they're not your your OG from from junior school or secondary school or whatever. But at the same time, um, it, it, that's the thing. You're always going to have your core crew. But a lot of those people, because you knew them from when you were kids, they don't have the same business goals or values or actually probably have the same values, but different Yeah, different ambitions and, and, ambitions and goals. And, and, you know, like some people like myself, silly enough, have decided to start a business and, <laughs> you know, gone down that path. Whereas some people, you know, they're very happy having a career and they're cl- climbing that ladder and that's fine as well. Um, mm. Yeah, like that's not a problem at all. So I guess back to, you know, talking about that process that yeah, I would go yeah. through. Um, I've obviously got my list of people I want to talk to, what I want to talk to them about. Um, then once I get to that networking event, my goal is to track these people down and get their attention, mm. have a conversation with them. And I think a really important step here as well is no matter who they are, they could own a multi-billion dollar company. They might not. They're, they're just people and they want to have conversations. So a lot of people get caught up in, oh my God, that's such and such. I they would never want to talk to me. And yeah, you know, they, yeah. they give each other, they give themselves, sorry, all the reasons why they shouldn't talk to that person. Um, take all that away. Just delete that from your head because these people are there to network as well or else they wouldn't be there. Well, yeah, they wouldn't. If they were unaccessible, they weren't personable, they didn't want to deal with anybody, they wouldn't be at a networking event. Correct. Um, and what as well you find typically is, you know, if they're up there on that pedestal or in your head, you think that's the case, then they probably want to help you and help you like see you do well. Mm. They want to, they, they appreciate that you've come and talked to them and they go, oh, wow, you know, this guy's actually come talk to myself. Well, I'm going to give him value back because he's gone and done that. I, I see that time and time again. That's mm. fact. I think, and I've, I've learned this a lot, you know, coming from the motorsports world is when, when I was a lot younger and still competing, you see those guys that are at the top of your sport and you think, oh, you know, number one, you got to race them. you got to compete against them. So you think, man, this guy's a real... Oh, I don't like him. Is this? Is that? Um, but then you realize that you were projecting your insecurities because you're not, you don't see yourself as as good as them or whatever it is. It's exactly the same as what you just talked about. Where if you actually just put your ego aside and go meet these people, nine times out of ten, they're actually just really good human beings. Yep. Um, 
and it can surprise you real quick. Where I know I had that transition in my head now, where I, I can pretty much go up to anybody, doesn't bother me, whatever setting. But it definitely in my early twenties or whatever, I wasn't there. You know, now yeah. I am, but there's a transition phase. Yeah, and I think as well, the main thing I do when I'm networking and talking to anyone, whether they're a large corporate company owner or you know a startup or whatever it may be. I never have an expectation that something's going to come from that conversation. Yep. So I, I have zero expectation because I am talking to so many different people. It's a numbers game. So in my head, if I talk to someone and you know I, I don't actually ask for anything, it's just a conversation, a meaningful one about a topic. Yep. If they walk away from that and then that's how it ends, that's great. That's yep. fine. I don't expect to come in and sell, sell, sell and walk away with all these deals. It doesn't work that way. And if you do, people get annoyed. They don't want to talk to people trying to sell to them. No, if you're on them right away, they, they see it coming. You know, yeah. People know authenticity versus a sales pitch. And yeah. I think the biggest thing to lead off of that, what, what's that saying? It's uh, happiness equals reality minus expectation. I haven't like heard that, that one, but I trust it. <laughs> it's pretty relevant because you think, you know, if you go into every handshake at a networking event and you're expecting something to come from it, you're going to be disappointed probably 95% of the time, right? Yeah. If you're just in it for what it is, there's no expectations. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, I've I've networked with particular individuals six or seven times before they actually go, oh, we should catch up for a coffee. Mm. You know, and then you get them one-on-one in that, you know, that environment. little environment. Yeah. And that's when they obviously have some form of intention because they want to catch up with you separately. But I never ask for that. Mm. I always let them do that because that makes them feel comfortable. And they have an intention because if I'm pushing someone to catch up for a coffee or whatever it may be, they might not have an intention. So I'm not going to f- like further any you know business activities yep. from that because I had the intention, not them. Yeah, if they've engaged you, it's it's, it's a different, very different story because they yeah. then break into what their needs might be. But beyond that, you've just had meaningful conversations at a networking event. That's that's what it's all about. It's that simple. So. Before we get into your networking model, as far as like some of the events you attend and the groups you're in, is there any other rules to, to Luke True and success for networking we want to add in? I think that's about it, really. Um, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, carry business cards around and stuff like that. I tend to not... Is that like, a thing in 2021? <laughs> it, it kind of is. I've been asked to give people a few lately, but for me, I think if someone has a lot of intention to use you then they're going to find you online anyway so they're going to find you on linkedin they're going to do their yeah, research so yeah it is it is still a thing it's obviously a tradition it's why they still wear suits to these things yeah you know? yeah it's a tradition thing but it's not necessary yeah so i've, I've run out and you know because i just haven't bothered topping up my wallet and i've just said to people, they're like do you have a card and i go oh look not really but how about you know we connect on linkedin that's how it is now yeah it's i do have a few people here and there probably a couple of times a year they're like oh have you got a business card I was like uh no, <laughs> but, <laughs> I think a hundred years from now they won't exist. Yeah, um, but you can you can hit me up on LinkedIn or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. So really good, really good value there as far as your rules for networking. I think people learn a lot from that. Uh, let's segue now. Um, you're in a couple of different networking groups right now, I believe. Yep. Um, you don't have to go into crazy detail. I don't know if stuff's confidential or whatever within the groups, but let's chat about uh, like you was in uh, an event on Friday in the city. Um, I'm assuming that was a networking. It was. It was. Yeah. Kind so, of. Um, you know, talk about the groups you're in. Talk about how you get access to those groups. The people. You know, do you get blackboard? Is there like a mason ceremony where they let you <laughs> in, or what does it look we like? We love the leader. <laughs> yeah. I think there's um there's a couple of things where you know, and I'm probably giving away all my trade secrets here, but there's a couple of networking events. I guess I'm in more so to 
keep a steady relationship with the owner of that networking group compared mm-hmm. to actually the people in the group. So right. um, I'm not going to name any sort of specifics here, but um, yeah, there is sort of organisations. They're not uh, you know networking organisations. They just happen to have a networking group where you know my goal is to con- continue to maintain a relationship with that business, and that's why I would attend their events, not to actually benefit from the network because the network event attendees are not our target market. Right. So I'll go and, you know, I might show my face for a couple of hours. Yep. Um, more so again to appease the the company that runs that event. Yep. Um, yep. So that's one way I look at this. Um, then obviously there is um, other events that I'm a part of. You know, obviously I'm a Madsen Kilda football club supporter to a degree. Like obviously I love footy, but I'm not crazy, crazy not football. Not die hard, but yeah. No, like it's more a tradition thing for me because my parents were into it, you know, how many years ago now? 40, 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's a really high quality networking group because the types of businesses and uh, individuals in that group are quite high caliber. Um, you know, I have a lot of respect for what they've achieved and the, yep. you know, the people that are in there. And I, I love connecting with those people because they have so much to give and I have so much to give them. So, um, and plus you get to have a good time and I can take clients along to have mutual interests and I can, you know, have really good, meaningful time with my clients that I really love working with as well uh, or love spending time with. Um, so that's a really good one. Um, I've, I've found that over the journey of the business, the quality of networking group I attend has increased. Yeah. So when I say quality, I mean, you know, the caliber of business uh, yep. or individual. Yep. Um, yeah. It's they the, cost more money too, though, to attend these events too. So let's talk about that. Obviously a lot of, um, not a lot, some networking events are free. Uh, I think you can even look at going to seminars and different things as networking as well. They always have a, a you know, some are free, but very rarely they have an admission price, whether it's the two day, three day, five day, whatever, all the way up to the top of the food chain. But um, maybe for those that don't understand, break that down as far as not that you're buying into the group, so to speak, but you, you kind of are. And I think that helps fund the events from my understanding. Yeah. I mean, my main goal, as I've said, is to create connection, connections with meaningful individuals mm-hmm. that I can have a lifetime friendship with, uh, that we can provide each other value. That is my number one goal. Obviously, there is a commercial side to a networking group where you know you are paying a fee, it could be a yearly fee, to okay. attend these groups. Um, it's not just the networking. Obviously, they run events as well. Um, you know, like where they have guest speakers, and you know, I've been at um, St Kilda Football Club events where they've had someone from Facebook come down and you know do a two-hour presentation. So yep, yep. there's all that value as well. But for me, you know, if I'm spending a certain amount a year on a networking group, my goal is to either break even. Um, from a transactional point of view. So when it, like getting one sale that will cover, the profit will cover the cost of that networking event, not just the turnover, yeah. the profit. So yeah. I want to make sure that I'm always getting my money back yeah. no matter what. Which you'd have to, you'd have to think being in a room with that, you know, caliber of business, caliber of people, it's not hard to ascertain that you, you should be able to do that. Yeah, and the mistake a lot of people make is they think because they're paying for that event, that it's just going to happen. They're going to put their hands behind their back and it's all going to happen for them. Yeah. You have to put in the effort. And if you're bringing staff along, you have to tell them what you expect from it as well. Yeah. Like, hey, this isn't just a field trip where you get free Correct. booze, free food. and That's right. Yeah. So, you know, yes, I'm there. I'm on a mission to create meaningful relationships. That always leads to business. Not because that's what I'm trying to chase, but because that's just what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, you've got to work the room. You've got to do your homework, like I mentioned. If you don't do any of that, it's all chance whether you're going to get your return on investment from that or not um and sometimes you know it can take two or three years of a relationship being formed to actually get you know some business from that relationship 
I think that's the biggest thing to stress is it's not a short-term game. Networking. Not at all. It is an extremely long-term game. Yep. There's um, people I met six or seven years ago um, that I still haven't done any business with, but it might happen one day, and I believe it will, mm. um, which is fine. Because and the value they've added to your life and your business in the meantime, being not being a customer, is probably greater than them actually 100%. engaging you to be a customer. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that too. Um, it, it really is, if you embrace that, it's amazing what you can learn. I always look at the value of everything I do. Like some people, like I didn't go to university myself. I actually dropped out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, another <laughs> conversation. Um, but like people pay big dollars to go to university for an education. The way I see it, every time I learn something or I meet someone, or I put in, you know, the petrol and the parking fine to meet someone in the city. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I've got an education from that meeting mm. and it, it's up to you to get that education out of that, not to go, oh, well, they didn't do anything with me and it cost me a hundred bucks or that sucks. You know, what a waste of my time. I'm always the opposite to that. I'm always thinking, well, what did I learn from this interaction? Mm. You know, what are they doing business-wise that I can absorb and, you know, replicate or, yeah, like even just that they could put you in a good mood. Mm. Um, because you've met with someone in particular and that good mood leads to other outcomes. So I'm always looking at the positives and everything, not the negatives. And I think that's where, you know, you, that's what gets you propelled to where you want to be. I agree. Well, uh, 25 minutes into that one, I think we covered that. That's, that's 25 minutes of gold there for you guys that own businesses, for you guys that are wanting to start a business. Maybe it's even if in your career, you don't have to be a business owner to benefit from all the stuff that we just outlined there. Um, you know, probably more relevant, if anything, for those within a career, uh, you know, I think um, getting yourself known to the right CEO, the right CFO, like whatever it might be within the corporate landscape, if that's what you're into, um, that has great repercussions as well for, for being considered for roles in, in years to come. Um, you also learn about new networking groups through people you network with as well. Um, you kind of peel back like the, it's it's like a, it's like an onion. Like there's so yep. many layers to the networking game and, and there's so many little ecosystems that, spawn off of different networking groups. There's mastermind groups as well. So there's specific mastermind groups where you have to have a certain turnover mm. um, to actually be a part of that group. And it's a small, you know, not uh, quantity, it's quality group yep, yep. where it's all just masterminding. Help, you know, what's your problem this week that you want everyone to help you solve? Wow. So all that comes out of this as well. It's a whole new world, but uh, hit up uh, Luke on LinkedIn. He will definitely um, help you guys with any questions you might have in regards to uh, networking. And uh, with that being said, let's uh, end that one there, Luke. Modern Visual Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Please share, like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and Spotify. It really helps us get seen as far as visibility moving forward. And uh, with that being said, don't be afraid to drop us a comment or um, anything in between. Email, send us a fax, whatever it is. Uh, for an idea of episode title if you need some questions answered. And uh, with that, we'll be back real soon. Thanks, guys. See you at the next networking event.